All right, so one of the issues I see people making when it comes to ABGs is that you're not breaking it up into steps. Um, that's why a lot of times, like, the way that you're trying to read it or, or um, review it, it's kind of hard to break it down because, or to interpret it correctly because you're not breaking into steps. That's one reason. Another reason why people struggle with ABGs is because um, you haven't memorized the normal values, okay? So in order for you to really understand it well, you have to memorize the, how the values are normally, all right? So, so that with that, and the, and the values that are most significant when it comes to ABGs is the pH level, all right? So knowing the correct pH level, um, which is seven point, we have it on here though, 7.35 to um, 7.45, knowing the carbon dioxide level, which is 35 to 45, and then knowing the bicarb level, which is 22 to 26 millimole. So you have to first, those, there's other values too, but those are the ones that you have to know in order to interpret ABGs, just at a minimum, right? So that's the first step. You have to memorize what it is normally. Now, that's like step zero, okay? That's not even on here, but that's step zero, is to memorize the normal values. Now let's go into the three steps. Once you have that memorized, now you can easily interpret ABGs, starting from all the way to the compensation level. So step number one, is to identify what is to, is to look at the pH, okay? So the issue for a lot of people is that you look at everything at the same time versus isolating the steps. So the first step is that you have to look at the pH in the question or the scenario, um, and then you have to determine if the pH is acidotic or alkalotic, okay? That's the first step. Is the pH acidotic or is it alkalotic? So if the pH, the normal pH is 7.35 to 7.45, right? So with pH, if, the, if it drops below 7.35, that's acidotic for pH. If it drops, if it goes above 7.45, that's alkalotic, okay? So you have to, so when it comes to, mem when it comes to understanding ABGs, the ground zero is to know the values, memorize the ranges, one, and then step two, also identify, okay, if this value is up or down, is, it, is that um, acidotic or is that alkalotic? So with pH, if the pH goes down, it's acidotic. If the pH goes up, it's alkalotic. It's different though with um, carbon dioxide. This is the part that confuses some people. So with carbon dioxide, the way I try to tell people to help you to remember this is to think about this in the natural sense, right? So in the natural world, what do you do? You breathe in oxygen and you breathe out CO2, right? You breathe in, go ahead and do it right now if you want to. Breathe in oxygen and you breathe out CO2, right? So think of it from this regard. If that's the case, think about if you have a patient who's in a lot of pain, right? So if they're in a lot of pain, are they, t like, let's say they had surgery or something happened. If they're in a lot of pain, are they taking a lot of deep breaths? Let me know in the comments. Think about the last time 
that you were in pain and you didn't want to move, you didn't want to do nothing, right? If they're in pain, are they taking a lot of deep breaths? Yes or no? I mean, I'm going to wait. Let me see what you've heard. What do you think on Instagram? If they're in pain, are they taking a lot of deep breaths? No, right? They're not. No, they're not taking deep breaths, right? Because if you're in pain, what you don't like just moving hurts, right? If you're just, if you just had surgery, think about it. If you just had surgery, you just had pain. The natural response is not to take deep breaths because it hurts too much. So because it hurts, because it's so uncomfortable to take deep breaths, what do you do? You keep a lot of CO2 in, right? Because the way that we operate is that we breathe in, we breathe, we breathe in oxygen and we breathe out CO2. So if I'm in pain and I'm uncomfortable, I'm not going to breathe out as much as I can. So as a result, I'm going to keep a lot of CO2 in. That's why with carbon dioxide, if they have elevated CO2 levels, it's respiratory acidosis. Okay, so if they're, um, yeah, I'm sorry, yeah, if they're, if they have um, elevated CO2 levels, uh, it's respiratory. Yeah, it's resp it's the opposite with with the um, with the with the bicarb. That's like what confuses people, right? So when the CO2 level is high, they have respiratory acidosis. When the CO2 level is low, they have respiratory alkalosis. All right. So when it's high, right, because they take, they're not taking deep breaths, they're keeping the CO2 in, they have respiratory acidosis. They have too much acid buildup of the CO2. But when it is, um, when, when the opposite scenario would look like they have a lot of anxiety, right? So think about if, you have, if somebody has a lot of anxiety, what do they do? They're going to be, right, breathing out a lot. They're going to hyperventilate. Right. So if somebody is having a lot of anxiety and they're breathing out a lot, they're hyperventilating. That's why we'll often tell them to, you know, grab a what brown paper bag and hyperventilate in the bag. Because the goal is that we're trying to force you to keep. Let me do this right here. We're trying to. Hey there. Thank you so much for tuning in. And for listening to this, if you found this a helpful issue, like I said, you go ahead and share um, and follow us. So that way you don't miss any more of these audios or these podcasts and um, leave us a positive review. And then also, too, if you're trying to pass your NCLEX exam, honestly, this is only just the beginning. Uh, inside of our School of the NCLEX Refresher course, in there, I really dive in deep um, with that program. And um, it's literally over 130 hours of videos. Uh, but this is like a course that you'll never ever, you've, you won't see anything like this before um, because it's video teachings, it's PowerPoint slides, it's PDFs, it's audios. But then I also include very uh, interesting exercises for you to complete as well to in order to stimulate critical thinking and clinical reasoning um, where just, just really, I don't want to go into too much depth, but pretty much different exercises that will help to um, practice nursing judgment. And then I also include strategies. Um, there's lots of video lessons. There's also quizzes, assessments, exams, um, 
I want to say, and then there's also some question banks too. So there's at least about 25 to 35 assessments. Uh, and then um, anywhere from about 200 to 500 questions as well. Um, not to mention the 130 hours of video teachings. And ooh, this is like pretty much organized like the way I always talk about, you know, mastering the content in the right order. That's exactly what this course is all about is helping you to learn the information in the right order so that it can really make sense to you. So if that sounds like something that you really need, make sure you click below this uh, episode and check it out. Get access to it today. I'm, pretty, I'm, sure we'll ha- I'm sure we're always doing something special, but click below and get access to, to it today. All right. Talk to you next time.